Amen. In John chapter 11, verse 38 to 44, the Bible said, Jesus once more deeply moved because of the tomb. Let me start. Jesus once more deeply moved came to the tomb. It was a cave with a stone laid across the entrance. Take away the stone, he said. But Lord Martha said, the sister of the dead man. By this time there is a bad odor, for he said, Did I not tell you? Oh, sorry. By this time there is a bad odor, for he said, For has been four days now. Then Jesus said, Did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. Then Jesus, come on, come on, come on, listen to this. Now they took away, so they took away the stone. Then Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you had me. I knew that you always hear me but i said this for the benefit of the people standing here that they may believe that you sent me when he had said this jesus called in a loud voice lazarus come out the dead man came out his hands and feet wrapped with stripes of linen and a cloth around his face. Jesus said to them, Take off the grave's cloth and let him go. Amen. I want to minister on a subject of entitled, You just have to believe God. Tell your neighbor, You just have to believe God. Let me take the privilege and the honor to. Welcome everybody worshiping with us for the first time. Give us a wave. Let's see you. We love you so much. God bless you. Amen. Somebody give her a high five there and give her a wonderful welcome. Ah, somebody sitting. Hey, give her a high welcome. Ah, we love you so much. Amen. Praise the Lord. If you know what a soul, if God releases a person into your life, He's giving you a gift. Praise the Lord. Most of the time when God wants to do something new in the life of a person, he introduces a person. That person can still be you as an individual. It can be your wife. It can be your husband. But God can change something about them and the way they present themselves become different from what they were before. Praise the Lord. So God can release a man. God wanted to save Egypt. He sent Moses who was in Egypt he took him out and brought him back again and he was a different person. So when God wants to bless you, he introduces new people into your life. And I believe today, as we have an encounter with a new face, a new blessing will come upon us in Jesus' name. Amen. I want you to understand that sometimes, because the word has been used so regularly, repetitively and recurringly in our life 
we sometimes think that we know what the meaning is now this was not a prophet talking even though he's greater than the prophet it was the son of the living God who was talking and he's saying that there is less I can do unless you come to the place of believing when you look at the text carefully let me just extrapolate some few things in the verse number 40 of the chapter 11 Jesus said and then Jesus said did I not tell you that if you believe you will see the glory of God so the absence of the glory of God is in connection with the absence of believing so the more you walk in unbelief the more you have this deprivation of the glory of God it is not because God doesn't want you to experience the glory of God I spoke to you a few weeks ago I said the the peak level of beauty is what we call glory that is why when you describe somebody who is coming in a, in a very outstanding, distinctive way, you say she was glorious. That is why we say glorious in what? In holiness. The, be- the apex, the, the peak level of beauty is being referred to as what? As glory. The Bible said when Martha came to the realization in the verse number 41 of the chapter 11, so they took away the stone but before they took away the stone the bible said he said to martha do you not believe i want you to believe me because regardless about how bad your situation is and how bad i want to help you if it hasn't got the ingredient of war of believing there is less i can do sometimes i walk around the kitchen Not because I want to enjoy the food so much when my wife is cooking. But sometimes when I'm passing by and picking some of the meat and the the fish and things, which I know most of us do, isn't it? Especially when you are not the person doing the cooking and somebody is doing the cooking, you can take delight to taste it. The way Brother Joshua is looking at me, it looks like you are experiencing this venture. Hallelujah. So when you are passing by sometimes, I get the privilege that My wife would say, come and taste this. There is something not right. I want you to taste it. And it's a privilege, especially when you are told to taste. Say, can you pick a meat and just put it on top? I want to taste everything together. Praise the Lord. And when I taste it, I'm able to say that there is something missing. Maybe add a bit of this or a bit of that. It is not tasting right because there is something missing. Praise the Lord. And the reason why sometimes you think you know it, but you don't know it. You think it is there, but sometimes take delight to find out whether it is there or not. And Jesus said to her, please, there is so much I can do, but I can't do it because you are not what? Believe in me. And today there are things that God would have delighted himself in doing in your life, but because you are not believing him. Praise the Lord. When you are believing God, it doesn't mean you just come to church. It doesn't mean you can walk with Jesus and not believe him. So proximity to Jesus is not adequate. It goes beyond proximity. It is, it is something that has got spiritual intercourse. Praise the Lord. 
The word believing means accept that something is true. Especially without proof. Praise the Lord. Uh, <laughs> if you see a lion coming. And you are walking the same way you walk without a lion. Then it means you don't believe that is a lion. Because when you know it is a lion. It changes your attitude. So one of the things you must understand is that your believing must be demonstrated in your attitude. And your attitude cannot be conformed to your belief or is not acquired to your belief because it must take a psychological intercourse. That psychological setup must invest into your spirituality and it begins to control the way you talk, the way you do things. Now, another meaning said, hold, to hold something as an opinion or you think. Okay, I don't like that meaning. But to th- the next one said, to think that something is true and correct and real. Praise the Lord. And it is so much of something that cannot be seen. Sometimes we confuse ourselves when it comes to believing and faith. You you don't move from faith to believing. You move from believing into faith. Because when you are believing God, you are hoping for something. But when you walk in faith, Hebrews tells us that is the substance. You begin to receive substance to the things you are hoping for. And I believe today something will happen in your life. In Proverbs chapter 13, in Proverbs chapter 23 verse 7, it says, For us... He thinketh in his heart, so is he. Eat, drink, he says to you, but his heart is not with you. And when we say, uh, uh, when I talk about the heart, I'm referring, that's why I said to you, that faith goes beyond proximity. Haven't you find a man who is walking with a woman, sacrificing so much for that woman, and he doesn't love that woman? Have you seen one before? The other way around. You can walk. That is why you must understand that the, be- the, the source of your belief is in your heart. Not in your mind. Praise the Lord. In Romans chapter 10 verse 9 to 10 say that if you declare with your mouth. Sometimes we declare with our mouth. And Jesus. Uh, let me say this. If you declare with your mouth. Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You will be saved. For it is written with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. Amen. The word to justify means having a good reason for something. Now your belief must justify something in your life. And I believe through that justification, you will actualize it. It's a faith in Hebrews chapter 1 verse 1 to 3. It said, now faith is the substance of the things hopeful, the evidence of things not seen. For it is, for by it, the elders obtain a good report. Through faith, we understand that the world were framed from the word of God. So that the things which are seen. Were not made of things which do appear. 
I like using this word because the things that we see were not extrapolated from the things that are seen. So if you walk in this world with sight becoming your belief, then you will lose so much because there is so much in the spirit that your eyes cannot see. Praise the Lord. I like it when Roy T. Bennett in his book called The Light in the Heart. Do you have it on the screen, please? He said, be brave to stand for what you believe in even if you stand alone. Praise the Lord. Because your believing will cause you to come to a place where you have to master being alone. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Those of you who, who don't want to be alone, you have to be alone. Sometimes you can have thousands of people around you and still be alone. So loneliness is not the presence of people, but it is a satisfaction that you obtain in your heart. I, made a, I said, whatever you choose to believe, whatever you choose to believe in makes you or, or makes you or make you. So the making of you is in what you believe in. Ask your neighbor, what do you believe? I made a quote here. Can you put my, the quote I made, please? I said, until your believing in God begins to control and influence our attitude in life, we haven't yet programmed ourselves to see or to encounter the glory of God in our lives. Until your belief in God begins to control and influence your attitude in life. You haven't yet programmed yourself to see and encounter the glory of God. Your belief must cause you to walk in a way that tells people it looks like he's seeing something different from what we see. Hallelujah. There is so much he wants to do for you, but he wants you to know that he is with you. Hallelujah. Am I getting somewhere? I'll fuse me. There is always a manifestation of God when our disposition conforms with our profession. Well, what I call confession. Let's use the word confession. When I talk about disposition, it means the power to deal with something as one pleases. Or what I term as the way in which something is placed or arranged, especially in relation to other things. Now, it doesn't matter what the government is saying in the UK. The economy is getting very, very sophisticated and very, very expensive. Before, when I go to Tesco and I shop or I go to Sainsbury, Asda, M&S, whatever I go to shop and I buy few fruits, you can go home and expect that you will spend some fee money. Have you, have you ever been to the shop where you finish buying your item and they finish you know, scanning them and you look at the bill you are going to pay and look at the things you have bought and you feel like going through the list of the receipt to make sure that did they calculate it wrong? Have you ever been there before? Wow. Glad for yourself you've been there before. <laughs> Hallelujah. The Bible said the people, Daniel chapter 11 verse 32 b it said the people who do know that they are God, 
they will work strong and they will do exploits. Praise the Lord. You don't walk with God just to know God, but you have to believe in God. Praise the Lord. I like it when Genesis chapter 1, I want to blow your mind a bit. Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 to 5. I was having a study with my, uh, my father in the Lord called Chodum. Oh, he's a general overseer also. He says, he was teaching me something one of the Fridays and he came to this scripture and it opened my mind for me to know that there is more God can do than your mind can comprehend in your heart. In Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 verse 5 it says, And in the beginning God created the heavens, he created the heavens and the earth. Now if you look at this text, he created the heavens, which is a plural, and he created the world. The earth. Now, I was a bit confused when I read this text and I heard him talking about the light was good. He said, now the earth was formless and empty and darkness was over the surface of the world, of the deep. And what? Over the surface of the deep. And God said, let there be light And God said, let there be light, and there was what? Light. God saw that the light was what? Good. And he separated the light from the world, from the darkness. Okay, let let me deal, I want to deal with this. Now, I thought that, why would God say the light was good? But do you know that not everything he created, that was good? We're going to, give me verse 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the world and the earth. He didn't talk about the heavens, but he spoke about the world, the earth. He said what he has created was no good. How did I know? He said the earth he has created was formless. It was empty. It was dark. Praise the Lord. He said darkness was upon the face of the world, of the deep. It wasn't good. Until he said, I want to take time to make what was not good to become good. And he started developing things in department, departmentalizing it. And he said, the first thing I need to make it good is I need to make the light come. And when he made the light in that which was not good, the Bible said he called the light to be good. But at the point of making the light good, of creating the light, the thing that the light came into was not good. And that is why I am telling you that even though God has called you and God brought you to the United Kingdom as he promised you, there are things that are not good, but when you stick with him, he's going to bring things into your life that will bring you into the place of goodness. You you have to be with me. Uh, I can dwell on this for a whole week. Now the Bible said that darkness was upon the face of the deep. And God said, let there be light. And the Bible said there was war. This is why you have to believe him that he's able to do what he said he would do. Because what I'm going to show you right now, there is no man who can do this. Are you ready? And the Bible said that God, because of time, God said, let there be light. And there was what? Light. Now watch me carefully. And God saw that the light was what? Good. 
and he separated the light from the world. Now don't rush it. Take it slowly. Don't rush it. Take it slowly. Okay. I, the Bible said that darkness could not comprehend light. So when light came, light took over darkness. Okay? It superimposed upon what? Upon darkness. Watch out here. But the God that we are serving, there was a mixture. And that mixture, darkness could not comprehend light. Be with me. Let's go for a solution like water solution. Salt solution. Okay? Salt solution. So let's combine water with what? With salt. When you mix water and salt, what do you see? You see water. So water has taken control over the salt. Okay? So it means that water has got power over what? Over salt. Now there was darkness there and God brought in light. But in the light you are seeing, there was also darkness. There is no way you can have this mixture. The, ev- the evidence of the mixture is not in the absence of light. You, what we experience is that when there is light in the place, darkness goes off. Then the light takes what? Over. But this mixture I am talking about, the God I want you to believe in, is the combination of light and darkness. And the Bible said, when you look at science, science will tell you, we use distillation to separate water from water, from salt. Now God came together and held the two combination of the mixture. The mixture of darkness and light. And he stretched it out. And he put light on one side. And he put darkness on one side. And he called the light day. And he called the darkness what? Night. And if no man can do this... But our God is able to separate darkness from light. I am here to tell you, there is something that is about to separate in your life. That men will say it is impossible, but God will make it possible for you. Oh, I want you to believe me because because of time. Let me just rush over. The Bible said in the chapter 11, when he was talking to, he was talking to Martha. He said, Martha, you have called upon me, but I have delayed because I know the intents of God. And sometimes we go through things in life. And sometimes we wonder whether the omission of God, which is the all-knowing of God, whether it is really true that he knows everything we're going through. Oh, but I want to tell somebody under the sound of my voice that whatever happens to a believer it is not a surprise to God because he watched the Bible said he he who watches over Israel he neither sleep nor slumber it means that his eyes doesn't shut his eyes doesn't close before it happened he already knows I am here to tell somebody something under the sound of my voice 
days that maybe some things are dead in your life like Lazarus was dead and you have called upon God and he didn't come he said I should tell you that all things will work together for your good because you have chosen to believe come on top your neighbor believe God Oh, it's critical because uh, sometimes God wants to do so much uh, but there is a disposition he wants you to have uh, now I want you to believe that he's able to do uh, not able to do but he's able to do exceedingly, uh, abundantly uh, above all you can think or imagine uh, when we talk about a Christian who believe in God uh, it is not somebody who has got everything working for them uh, but some Sometimes the Bible talks about the fact that matter happened to be one of the dearly close one of Jesus. And I want to tell somebody that you can walk with Jesus closely, intimately, and still some things will not work for your good. Because at that instant, it looks as if it will not work for your good. But if you can hold on to your belief, it is your sanctification, it is your certification and authentication. That the God that you serve, if he appears in your house today and he hasn't got the right to enter, why? Because you lost your belief. I am here to tell you when the doctors give you their report, please don't lose your belief. When the economy gives you the bad report, don't lose your belief. Because when God comes to your, your domain, when he comes into your life there is one thing he wants to do is to show for the glory of God and I prophesy upon somebody under the sound of my voice today God is about to turn your weeping into dancing because you chose to believe come on top your neighbor and say neighbor I believe is so critical because if he has not yet come then it means you can say something else but when he appears when he comes on the scene it doesn't matter how horrible it may look like he said darkness was upon the face of the deep he said it was formless it means he hasn't got any identity I came to tell somebody that you don't need to have identity for God to be able to do what he said he would do in your life he's about to make something out of nothing in your life precious one you want to believe God uh, it's so easy when people I was talking to a pastor recently and I said that most of us are living the Christian life based on what others said about the reason being that we, we have not, the only way you know about God is to read the Bible. The only way you have to do the things God is asking you to do, don't take what men are saying and do it and forget about what the Bible is saying. You must know what the Bible is saying so that you do what the Bible is saying. When I met one pastor, I said, uh, have you ever thought about why you give offering? Have you ever thought about it? Because when you were coming to church, when you became a believer, you were told that when you come to church, you have to give offering, isn't it? Have you ever checked the meaning of offering before? 
the, the close relative of offering is what we call sacrifice. Hallelujah. So is it is it let me not even go there. Let me talk about me. The Bible said in Matthew chapter 20, verse 34. It's a move with compassion. These attach their, their eyes. And immediately they regained their sight and followed him. Let me say something to you. The Bible said Jesus had compassion on them. Because they were crying, they were in tears. Listen, when you come to the house of God, you can have a prophet in the house. The man of God can be here. And you can come, if you like your problem, you can come with your problem and go back with it. Why? Because you don't want to let go your, 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 your pain. There is a way, Hannah went to the temple for many years and was barren until she expressed something on her countenance. There are times your brokenness, even in the time of prayer, can provoke the hand of God through his servant to act on your life. Me, when I go to prophetic meeting, I look at the man of God like I'm, uh, nobody is there. And I look at his eyes. And whilst I'm looking at him, I'm smiling. Have you ever, I've been to service where people are spotted. They say, why were you smiling? They say, I don't know why I smile. Come, let me pray for you. Precious one, the way you present yourself in the presence of God has got so much to do with how God will act on your situation. When you believe God and you come into his presence, it doesn't matter who is looking at my makeup. It doesn't matter. I see this God as the only solution to this problem. And when I come into his presence, that is why the woman with the alabaster bottle, he said he broke it and he broke it. The glory, he wiped his feet with the hair. Why? Because I know what this man has done for me. People who don't know how far God has brought you are those who dictate to you what you should, how you should behave towards the God who saved you. God, God did her. Do you believe God? What you say, does it synchronize? Does it conform to what you believe? Hallelujah. Ask your neighbor, what do you believe? Because of time, I just, I just want to watch this. The Bible said in Mark chapter 6, verse 4 to 6. Mark chapter 6, verse 4 to 6. Let's go there. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is without honor except in his own town, among his own relative, and in his own house. Now he could not do no mighty works there, except he did lay his hands on few sick people and heal them. And he marveled because of their war. Now, do, do you understand how Jesus, God, can marvel about their unbelief? He got shocked. 
And sometimes when God look at our disposition, when God look at the way we behave, it is a sign that he cannot do much with us. Praise the Lord. Do you know why sometimes we men of God want to spend less time outside? Because the more, listen, let me say this. The more you listen to the actualities, the more you listen to how bad the economy is becoming, it has got the tendency to influence and nurture your believing system. Now you must know who you have believed. The Bible said, he said, I believe. And because he be- she believed, the Bible said, roll away the stone. There is something that looks impossible in your life. But if you can believe God and walk like you believe him and speak like you believe him, he will turn your situation around. Neighbor, do you believe God? Ask your neighbor, do you believe God? The Bible said in the verse number 41, it said, because she came to the place, give me verse 40 of the John chapter 11, verse 40. I'm finishing right now. Jesus wants, thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. He said, did I not tell you that if you believed Then Jesus said, did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? When you come to church, you are coming to hear spiritual words that are coming into your heart to influence your outside world. Today you will see something you never saw before. I am here to tell you that to believe God is a very lonely part. It is not easy to believe God because there are things that will look unbelievable, but you need to believe Him. The Bible said, He said, Then, give me verse number 41. It said, Because she decided to believe in it, so they took away the stone. Why? Because she came to the place of believing. I pray over the life of somebody that every unbelief in your heart. Is being eradicated in the name of Jesus. I said, every unbelief in your life is being. To walk with God is a lonely path. If you want to believe Him, you can't believe Him partially. You have to believe Him completely and totally, without any deviation or alteration. It is an exclusive walk of believing. He said, he that cometh to him must know and believe that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. One thing you have to know is that because you believe, it doesn't mean that all the time things will be okay for you. There are times when things will be difficult. But the Bible says at the appointed time, it will magnify himself. I am here to tell somebody. It says some trust in chariots. The word trust is synonymous to believe. Some believe in chariots. Some believe in horses. But them that believe in their God. They shall be like Mount Zion that is unmovable and unshakable. 
precious one, if you want to walk with God, you must come to the place to believe Him. Do you believe Him? One secret I discovered when I was in school. When you take me back to secondary school, there is no way I can do better than I did. Because I understood at that place that I had to study. I studied so hard, about 10 hours a day. I studied so hard. But whilst I studied so hard, I was not performing the way I should have performed. I realized it was not working. Then there's something done in my spirit. Because I've been told that if you don't succeed in your education, there is less prosperous for you. You cannot be pro- you can't prosper if you don't have good education. But I said to myself, some people decided to cheat. Some people decided to do that. But when you walk with God, in the light of his word and things doesn't go the way you want them to go just trust him just trust him just hold on to your belief just hold on to your faith I am here to tell you there are times when you believe God it doesn't mean things will be beautiful every time but your belief is what brings your smile the bible said that when Martha came to the place of believing. The Bible said that she realized that there was more she knew not. I am here to tell somebody under the sound of my voice that God will come to your rescue. I said God will come to your rescue. I said God will come to your rescue. It doesn't matter how bad your situation is. I want you to believe in the God of all flesh. Who said, is there anything too hard for me? I want you to understand that believing him is the key to your greatness. Stand on your feet. It is not about somebody. It is about you believing God. In Matthew chapter 21 verse 22. He said if you believe you will receive whatever you ask. My God. You must believe. Tell your neighbor you must believe. The more I tried to study, I was performing better, but it wasn't coming the way I was expecting. But at the end of the day, I believe it. I've said this story before, when a guy who studied so hard in the university, he was supposed to get a first class. But once something happened, and they pulled him down to a second class. Then he read a scripture, we say, in all things, Give thanks to the Lord. Later they find out that there was an organization who came from Europe. They needed one person in the chemistry department who didn't get a first class, but they wanted specifically somebody who had a second class. And that was how the Lord opened the door for him. I am here to tell somebody under the sound of my voice that if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, there are things he will do in your life. There are people who are running ahead of us as if they had a champion. But when you believe in God, the dead body will come back to life. The stinking situation will come back to life. That which men have closed the chapter on, the God of our belief will open doors for us. In the name of Jesus, I pray that the ability to believe God 
regardless of the destitutes of life regardless of the phobias and the things that surround us it is my prayer today that God will strengthen you God will strengthen you to believe in him and you will not give up on God when he has not yet given up on you in the name of Jesus shall we share the grace May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ the love of thank you Holy Ghost be with us now and forevermore amen surely goodness and mercy shall pursue us in the house of never amen look at the face of your neighbor and say neighbor believe him he will do much more with you with your believing god bless you